Hey there guys, uh, welcome to a very special edition of Kansas Country Roads where I will sit down with Sam Riggs, that's right, the Sam Riggs, and discuss everything from the new upcoming album, Love and Pain, um, his new upstart company called Aaron Adventure, or Aaron Opportunity Adventure Company, where um, we give veterans and people who suffer from anxiety, depression, social disorders, mental disorders, um, the opportunity to go outside, um, hike, rock climb, do things outside to help, you know, clear your head, put you in a good place. Um, it's a cause very near and dear to me and um, Sam as well. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, hope you enjoy this um, interview. Certainly wasn't long enough, but hopefully I get to see Sam again soon. We've got some things planned together. Uh, should be a cool time. But here is the interview with Sam Riggs. You guys enjoy. And uh, please spread this, share this, like this. Keep tuning in. Thanks a lot. And we'll talk to you guys later. All right, we're here with uh, Sam Riggs. How's it going, man? It's going well. It's going uh, well. It's been a while since I've seen you, so I... Uh, I used to help with Red Dirt Lake Fest. Oh, yeah. So at Lake of the Ozarks. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. So there was that. So you Power and Light, Manhattan. We went up to Omaha last, almost a year ago. Yes. And saw you up there. So really, you're the only guy, only band I've ever traveled, like, distances to go hang, see. Man, I'm grateful for it. Yeah. Um, you guys always put on a good show. Um, really... So far, so we'll talk about the new album coming out yeah, real quick. Sure. Um, so the first couple of singles you've put out from it, way different than anything you've ever yeah. put out. It's um, a it's a different approach to um, basically the same end game. So I I have never I don't know. I feel like if it sounds good, it is good. It's like the, the sort of the way I've always kind of approached music. And so, when I started playing music, um, I was I was very young, and I played all kinds of stuff from Metallica, George Jones to Blink One Eight Two, just stuff I grew up right. with. So, exactly. when I started making albums, making records, uh, it was just a place in my life where it was just more country, and um, I kind of felt. A I felt a little pressure because it was like sort of the scene that I was around. Right. And so I was like, cool, I can do that. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and songwriting for me is just, uh, you know, what comes out, comes out. I've written songs for uh, other people that, you know, songs I would never cut. You know? Right. It's just like, if, it's, if it comes out, it comes out, you know? Um, so when I got to the point in my career where I felt like I had sort of reached uh, a ceiling personally, uh, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, and I was like, okay, if I'm going to continue to do music, um, I want it to be something that really sets me ablaze. So, cue Love and Panic. Right. I was like, I want to start a new chapter in my life. It's still me. Right. It's still borderline country, 
yeah. mostly rock, right? Some pop in there, uh, but yeah, obsessed. Till my heart stops beating. Uh, those songs were incredibly, uh, totally off the rails in terms of what I've done before. Exactly. Yeah. No, and I fully agree. Like me and one of my best friend, she's been at really every one of the shows. Like we've gone and seen you at all those, and so obsessed came out. She's like. I don't know if I like it's different. <laughs> yeah. I said, yeah, I said, I'm sure it's different in person. I said, mm-hmm. you know, but she's like, all right. And then the newest one came out and her and I pretty much texted each other at the same time. Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, this thing is yeah. that phenomenal. Like I play it all the time in my truck. Until like, my heart stops beating. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so good. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear the whole thing. Um, so the rest of the record uh, has that same sort of feel uh, as like um, To My Heart Stops Beating, but there are some songs on there that are just straight country. There's one on there called uh, The Story of You and Me, and it's it's a country ballad. I mean, there's no like steel guitar or anything right. on it, but um, you know, it talks about Leonard Skinner and stuff. Like, it's just, it just talks about how like the strongest form of memory is music. Right. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get the rest out. So um, a week from... What's today? Thursday? Yeah. So a week from tomorrow, the next single comes out. It's called Don't Stop Now. Gotcha. Yeah. Can't wait. So when's the whole album itself coming out? Are you still working on... So there's seven... On that? There's seven songs on this record, seven full production, and there's seven acoustic versions of each song. Ooh. So there's 14 songs total. Because what I wanted to do is I wanted to be like people, like basically show the world, like, here's this right. that we have created, and this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, now... Let me take away all the production and show you where the songs, what right. the songs are. Because I'm leading up, like, I've watched some of the videos on YouTube of some of your acoustic performances you've been doing lately, like yeah. some of the radio stations, things like that, and doing, like, Till My Heart Stop. Like, yeah. It's way different when it's stripped down, and it, it still sounds as mate, as awesome as the studio one, but it's definitely a whole different. It's a whole animal. different animal. Yep. yep. And putting... So the whole record will be out by... Let's see. It's April, May, June. So the whole thing will be out by June. Nice. End uh, of May. So, uh, yeah. Putting... Doing the acoustic version of things. I think it's really special. Um, there's a few bands and artists that I've heard do that. But one of the bands that I heard do that was a band called Icy Stars. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like a metal band. But they had this whole record called Treehouse, which was my, one of my favorite records ever. And it's just in your face, uh, like kind of programmed metal, amazing singing. And then they came out with the same record, uh, but it was uh, acoustic. Right. And it was, it was a totally different record. Right. And I was like, wow, like the ability to showcase these same songs two different ways. I mean, I'm not gonna miss it on the chance. Right. Yeah, no, and that's, I always dig like when people put out stuff that's acoustic, things like that. Like, I mean, for Sean McConnell put out one of his, re-released one of his last albums, all acoustic. Yeah, and it was awesome. So that's cool. That's I'm definitely really looking forward to that. Um, so I mean, it kind of sounds like you're, you know, like you said, you're taking your life. Things have happened. Things like mm-hmm. that. You're kind of going a different direction. That kind of leads into my next one. Like you want to talk about air and opportunity yeah. a little bit? Sure, I would love. To I mean, because when I first heard about that it blew me away like i mean you probably saw the message that i'd sent like yeah. the old ones yes. put back red so yeah um yeah if you want to talk a little on that yeah so air opportunity uh the premise is to create a platform for people to seek healing um and 
uh, wholeness through the outdoors. Um, I think that, well, so I, I've found all kinds of statistics, but what I've gathered is 75 to 80% of the American uh, people struggle with depression and anxiety. Right. <clears throat> for whatever reasons. And that includes PTSD and all the things. So, now of that 75 to 80%, about 75 or 80% of them will never seek out any sort of professional yeah. help. So they just live with it. And unfortunately, that can sometimes result in uh, you know all kinds of things, domestic abuse, uh, just negative behavior, suicide, which is the worst. Uh, but you know it doesn't have to be that way. The thing about mental health is it's a very taboo subject because the conversation about mental health can sometimes come off as inherently whiny. Right. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, I'm struggling with this and I'm struggling with that, which is talking about it is the first step. Yeah. And it's the most crucial step. But where does it go from there? Right. And so I wanted to create a platform for people to stand on, to make their own. And Air and Opportunity is there to help facilitate people's entry into the outdoor world. And it doesn't have to be extreme. You don't have to be a mountaineer. You don't have to be, you know, cliffhanger to do yeah. this. This is like just taking an hour a day to walk in the woods or, you know, going on a two-week backpacking trip along the West Coast, whatever it is right. that you think you need to do. But we're here to facilitate that. Um, every uh, dollar earned by Air and Opportunity goes towards donations to programs like Air and Opportunity, as well as funding uh, people. So we're trying to do two grants a year to start. And... Uh, we have a small board of directors and we basically talk about all the submissions and the submissions uh, can vary. Uh, there's the people who are basically at these pivotal points in their lives and they want to make a change and they want to do something to instigate that change and it has to do with the outdoors. So we say, okay, uh, what is it that you want to do? Do you want to go ziplining? Do you want to go skydiving? Do you want to climb 14 in Colorado? Um, and then we make that happen and we set up guides um, we set you up in the kind of gear you might be needing, plane tickets, car rentals, things like that, to basically ensure this experience uh, is as successful as possible. Right, and they don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. But it is a very one-on-one -on -one experience um, at times with that sort of aspect of it because we want to find out where your comfort zone is and where your threshold is. Right. And then we want to take you past that. Yeah. So, that because that's where change happens. Yeah. Um, now the other side of air and opportunity is uh, there's several times a year that we just do air and opportunity hikes and climbs where everybody's welcome. Um, I will not be the guide on the climb because this is not about me. All right. This is about everybody who's there. So I'll just be one of the rank and file in with the group, um, and we will have somebody sort of headed up from the area. You can be an air opportunity ambassador um, and guide these groups and things like that. So basically, the goal is for people to take it and make it their own make these strongholds, uh, these connections, these relationships, these friendships with people in their area to seek healing um, and restorement through the outdoors. Right, right on. No, I mean, as somebody who has suffered from anxiety and depression and PTSD from being in the military and stuff like that, you know, there's been times where I've hit, like, rock bottom. Like, I mean, I was still early 20s living at home because... I had been traveling so much, being in the army and all that, and went through some stuff. And mm -hmm. I mean, a couple times I tried to take my own life. My parents luckily walked in, you know, was able to stop me, mm -hmm. things like that. So, you know, and it is one of those taboo subjects. Like, 
you don't want to talk about it because you're like, well, no, why should you care? You know, it sounds like I'm crying, you know. Yeah, or you lay your heart out on the line and then all of a sudden, um, now what? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean, it caused me to really build a wall yeah. um, to where I don't let a lot of people in. I don't talk about a lot of it just because there's been times I've done it and then I feel vulnerable, something happens, you know, things like that. Um, but and that's something that you know I've struggled with as well. I think that one of the big, uh, the big, uh, you know, sort of items uh, on the depression quote unquote checklist is uh, isolation. You yeah. isolate yourself. Yeah. Uh, one, you don't want to be a burden. Yep. You know, you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to feel vulnerable. You don't, you don't want to, you know, reveal these weaknesses. But more than anything, uh, it's the it's the fear of putting faith in another human because you've been let down so yep. many times, and so. Learning to uh, find that strength inside um, begins with reaching out. Right. Like you said. So it's, uh, I mean, thank you for your service, by the way. Well, that's yeah, that's no. an incredible thing. I think if I wasn't playing music, that would definitely have been the route that I went down. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you for asking about Aaron Opportunity. Yeah. It's, such a, no, it's, it, it's, it's new. Like, right. Hopefully, things like this, when people like you. Exactly. Are, yeah, and that was, that was the biggest thing when I, like, just for the longest time, I was like, Man, he's not putting anything out. He kind of fell off the map. Yeah. Which turns out probably about the time when you were going through all your stuff. Yeah. I was doing then all work. of a sudden, like, I'm sitting at home one day, and I see you post this thing about Aaron Opportunity. I started reading it. And I was like, wow. Like, I had never thought. Yeah. You know, here you are. Like, to me, you're a rock star, like, living the rock star life. And, you know, I've done some time on the road with a band that was out of Nashville, but it wasn't. You know, we're just a regional deal. So I was like, oh, you know, this guy's got everything. But then to see that, shit, he's just like, you know, anybody else. Right. You know, and then this comes about, you know, I started reading. And even, you know, I got here earlier, I was pulled up the website and was reading about it. And, I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, I think it's something that everybody in it needs to check out because, you know, I find myself... I feel great a lot of times when I'm just out driving or out, yeah. you know, walking around or, you know, the Flint Hills out around Manhattan. Sure. Like, it's great springtime to just drive through there because yeah. it's just quiet and peaceful. And so, I mean, I think it is, it's very, you know, therapeutic to be outside or it is. Know, just get out of the house. Well, and it's a tale as old as time. I mean, it's thousands of years old. Man's connection with Earth is crucial. And uh, with... With technology and society, we've gotten away from that. And you know, the the when you get down to brass tacks, depression and anxiety uh, result from a chemical imbalance mm -hmm. uh, in the brain, and that could be that could be caused by many many different things. But um, it's a neurotransmitter thing. And what we want to what you want to do is you want to stimulate the brain and stimulate the mind with healthy things. So these are going to be things that are not necessarily adrenaline based. It doesn't have to be extreme. Um, oftentimes, you know, people who are struggling with addiction turn to adrenaline, skydiving, things like that. And you're basically trading one addiction for another. I'm a, I'm a prime example of that. Right. I got off of, uh, I had, was a cocaine addict and uh, struggled a lot with drinking. And I got off of that and turned uh, to flying airplanes and doing right. like, skydiving and doing yeah. other things. It was a healthy alternative, but even then, I was wearing myself out. My adrenal yeah. glands were maxed out, oh, yeah. and I had to find uh, balance even from that. So it's really, 
you know, the, the outdoors is not necessarily for everybody. Yeah. But it is a way, and it's a proven way. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to take pills. Right. And there's nothing wrong with you. It's just, let's find your balance. Yeah. No, and I mean, that's, that's just it. Like, I, you know, I went to therapy, and I... Which is a great right. thing. And it, it helped a lot. It knocked a lot of walls down, yeah. kind of opened my eyes to some things, made me reevaluate a lot of stuff. But, you know, I was also on pills as well. So I took, I was like, I'm done taking these because I don't like the way they make me feel. Yeah, you don't make you feel like yourself. Right. And so kind of around that time is when I really started to get into music and listening to people and, you know, not just listening, but like listening to the lyrics and, you know, um, and it's, it's been the most therapeutic thing, honestly. I mean, just most, all my friends are all musicians here locally. You know, I know a lot of the guys on the Texas scene. I've got to be friends a lot with a lot yeah. of them. It's an incredible um, scene. Right. I mean, and it's, you know, they just talk all the time. You know, it doesn't seem like they're always wanting something. They're like, hey, yeah. you know, when, when you do see them. Speaking of which, this is Reed South, all right here. Yeah, hello. So, how are you? Good. How are you? Sneaking in. I'm trying to do you're good, man. So good, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. So, I mean, music, as much as I love being outside, things like that, music's another thing for me. But, you know, and flying planes, I didn't know that you did that. Like, <laughs> that's one thing I always wanted to do, and I... When I was in the army, I flew on Blackhawks. I was a crew chief, oh, wow, dude. so it was it was awesome um, being in the air. I mean, there's nothing more free, serene yeah. than being in the air and just seeing for miles. And I mean, even with all the noise from the engine, it's still the most peaceful place I've probably ever been. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, flying. Hel- I just started flying helicopters. Uh, not too long ago, um, it's it was sort of like this thing that I always wanted to do, and you know, just taking that next step. Right. So for me, it's like it is flying is is completely it's very cathartic for me. So you know, finding your niche there is is, is important. The, the Texas music scene is actually it's funny you should bring it up. It's one of those scenes that very tight knit. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't get to see each other a lot, uh, but for example. You know, I can, you could bring up pretty much any name and I have a, a funny story or right. some sort of fond memory, uh, you know, especially people like Shane uh, Smith, you know, right. he was like my brother. We came up on 6th Street together. Uh, you know, you just, it's an incredible scene of incredible people who have always uh, really supported each other. Right, a lot of them will do anything for anybody. Oh, dude, you know? yeah, skin off, you know, the shirt off your back, dude. It's just like... It's it's really awesome. And I feel very fortunate to have uh, sprouted, you know, have my roots in that, and and to feel like no matter how long it's been or where everyone's gone, you kind of meet at these festivals right. and stuff exactly. like that, and it's like you know, it's just like you saw each other yesterday. Right. Yeah. And I mean, even and it doesn't matter if you know, in your case where your your sound is kind of different, kind of taking you on a different path. You still get brought back to that, and people are still like receptive yeah. and turn out. Oh man, they are. They're you know. family, and I think everybody kind of recognizes the need to grow, and yeah. that just because you're doing something different doesn't mean you're not being yourself. Right. It just means this is another part of you, and that's the most wonderful part about it. I think that's I've got huge respect for uh, from radio to artists to bands to 
promoters, uh, sort of this mindset of we're all in this together, and yeah. it's just, I mean, it's unbeatable. Right, absolutely. Um, yeah, so you guys, how much longer are you out on the road? I mean, this is... <laughs> Indefinitely. Right, yeah, I mean, for this tour, it's you guys pretty much just kicked yeah, off pretty it's, recently. It's like the Flying Dutchman. It's, uh, yeah. This this thing um, goes, it kicked off uh, kind of mid-January, Yeah. Um, and then picked up speed mid-February, and then we go... Oh gosh, I think we have some time off in May a little bit, and then we get back on the road, and then I'll be in, uh, I'll be in Africa for a month uh, in August. Nice. Uh, out there doing some stuff to raise awareness for air and opportunity. Um, uh, yeah, so it's just we're going. Oh, yeah, always on the go. Yeah, I mean, it's better than the alternative. I mean, oh, sitting at home, right? Come up your ass. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do that. I can't sit still. I. I do have four days blocked off uh, at the end of this month. I am going <laughs> to run away to Utah. It's uh, my safe haven. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I've been to Wyoming. Wyoming's the furthest that way I've been. And so I can only imagine that Utah, uh, like Wyoming's gorgeous. It's just um, all incredible. And it's God's country and it's wild and it's untouched yeah. in so many ways. We went up there when I was in the army and we went up there for two weeks for training and one week we spent camped out on the side of a mountain, so we had all the Blackhawks parked and all of our tents on the outside, surrounded in a circle, and we just, for a week, we were there just working on stuff, and then we'd go fly through the valleys and the gorges, and wow. I mean, it was incredible. That's and, amazing. Yeah, and then, like, we spent a week in town, which was Guernsey, so it's a town of probably 100 people, it was like three blocks just a little bitty. Yeah, little bitty town that had a little river that circled it. Everybody just go float the river. Dude. It literally just went in a circle. That's awesome. And That's so, great. I mean, it was it was fantastic. And we were there with the British Special Forces. So oh, dude. So, to hang out with those guys was That's different. Yeah, yeah. It was a different thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I like traveling and, you know, things like that. So, um, where can people find out more about an opportunity so you can go to AO Adventure Co AO Adventure Co.com uh, you can also do at AO Adventure Co on uh, Instagram and find out more it is I will warn everyone that that part of it is uh, <laughs> unfortunately still in, in beginning stages uh, there's so much uh, infrastructure that we're building right now that I haven't uh, it's been a one-man show for a long time right. and so I've really been building it up and finally uh, putting a team around around the idea around the vision which um is comprised of just incredible people um who want it to succeed in itself so yeah you find aoadventureco.com or at aoadventureco on uh, instagram and we will be building that up soon uh, but as of right now you can buy the uh air and opportunity adventure company shirt um, and once we sell through all those, we'll be placing another order for more merch and then taking the profits off of that and putting it straight into the funds for the, uh, for the grants to get people out into the outdoors and uh, start getting some healing. Up. Right. Um, right on. I mean, that's, I know you got show to get ready for, so uh, yeah. we'll go ahead and cut this. Well, dude, I sure appreciate it. I mean, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for... <laughs> For hounding me down because I know I can kind of be aloof, but no, the time to spend with you and doing this is uh, priceless. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thanks a lot. Right, man. And now after that 
interview there with Sam Riggs, which I hope you all enjoyed. I thought I would um, give you the tree to play in a couple songs off the upcoming album, Love and Pain. Um, first one up, we'll spin um, the first single that he released off of it called Obsessed. And that was Obsessed from Sam Riggs' new album, Love and Pain, getting ready to come out in a few months. Um, here is the next single that just came out a few weeks ago called Until My Heart Stops Beating. Um, and then here in a couple of days, as Sam mentioned in the interview, the next song ought to be coming out on what should be about Friday. So, hope you enjoy this one until my heart stops beating.
And that was Till My Heart Stops Beating, um, which was this last single released from the upcoming Sam Riggs album, Love and Pain. Hope you guys enjoyed that. A couple little teaser songs. Um, Tune in, hopefully later this week. I'm hoping to be able to sit down with some other people, record another one of these. Um, If it happens, I'll let you know who they are. I'm pretty excited about the possibility um, of who it possibly could be. So you guys have a great rest of your week, and hope to talk to you all soon.